My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. I got to get real with you. If you ever tried to do something on your computer and it was like being really slow, that is the worst feeling on the planet, especially when like it's the end of the day and or <laughs> it's either the end of the day and you're really excited or you're um, just really in a space of being super pumped about what you're having to talk about and you're like, I'm trying to press the record button and it's not working. Yeah, that was me. I was trying to press the record button and it wasn't working. It was getting super fucking annoying because I just wanted to jump on and share all the exciting things around this beautiful episode. Welcome back to the Badass Business Podcast. I'm going to be sharing with you guys today some real deal openness about the seasons of business and what it means to actually be in a season of business. I think oftentimes we get into this space where we are so super frustrated about not being where we want to be in our business and we think oh well I gotta do everything at once and this is a big no-no having to do everything at once all of the time in your business runs you dead into the ground in fact if you go back and listen to some of the early days of my podcast I'm really honest with you in sharing that sometimes there are seasons of my business where I don't want to create new content Sometimes there are seasons of my business where I don't want to do any technical work. I am just so drained out at the thought of making a sales page or fixing something on my website, and I don't want to do it. Seasons of business are like the ebbs and flows of the ocean, right? Like sometimes you're in, sometimes you're out, and you got to be okay with taking a sidestep and not doing everything at full force all the time. So this episode of the Badass Business Podcast, I share with you what I kind of believe to be the types of seasons of business and how these affect our success and our financial growth and entrepreneurship. I'd also recommend after you're done with this episode, if you feel truly inspired and really connected to the information that you're learning, go back and listen to episode 27, Three Reasons to Ask Yourself, or sorry, three questions to ask yourself when you're not making money in your business. These are the three reasons why you're not creating the revenue that you crave. Episode 27 covers this as well. And so today we're going to sit back, we're going to enjoy the beautiful levels and lessons in the seasons of business. This is the Badass Business Podcast. You're listening to the Badass Business Podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to claim a wildly free life. Tune in to hear new episodes every Tuesday by yours truly, Lauren Eliz Love. This is the space where we can have open conversations about growing a successful business and creating a vibrant lifestyle. It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. 
This episode of the Badass Business Podcast is sponsored by the Badass Business Babe VIP Tribe. You guys, I'm super excited about the momentum and the growth that my VIP babes have been experiencing. A while back when I started to run group coaching programs around how to grow your business online, one of the biggest obstacles that women seemed to express to me was, well, I want to grow my business and I want to really make more revenue, but I don't have the money to invest right now. And I saw a lot of coaches out there saying, well, if you're not investing, you're not serious. And that's not really true. Some people are out there really ready to grow and really hungry to grow and they don't want to go into debt or they're not ready to take that big financial leap. So the VIP program was designed to give everyone out there the support and the strategy that they're craving to grow their business. VIP is a subscription-based service. It's a service, okay? This is really important. So it's not that you're just jumping on and listening to audio trainings that have been recorded centuries ago. It's actually a community of entrepreneurs who've decided that they're ready to grow and take things to the next level. You get access to one full hour strategy training live per month. And the coolest part about this is you get to actually work with me directly. So anytime you have questions or need support, you put them into a VIP forum. And once a month, I jump on and I serve everybody with their questions, answering as much as I possibly can to serve my audience. So there are 10 spots open. I open 10 spots every month. You can come and join us. All you have to do is go to badassbusinessbabe.com VIP, or you can click the link in the show notes. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hi guys, what's up? What is up? I am so super excited. I am feeling really fucking good today. Like I, this is really embarrassing and you're going to laugh. So uh, I'm a really disorganized person and I'm very organized with my things. Like I love knowing that like I know where my pens are on my shelf and I know where my, my crystals are and I know where my oils are and I'm really organized with that. But when it comes to my time, I am like the hottest mess on the planet. Like I show, wake up and I sit down in front of my computer if I want to work and I work the whole fucking day and then I'm like, oh my God, where did the day go? And I get so upset and overwhelmed and I reach this point where I'm like, shit, I am so sick of my business. I am tired. I am overworked. I have not brushed my teeth all day. My legs haven't been shaved in like a month because all I'm doing is working. I brushed my teeth today, guys. I've shaved my legs. I even got a massage and I got dressed nice and like did my makeup and brushed my hair. This is so different. This is so different than my regular usual routine. Here's what I did differently. I'm going to share this with you. Are you ready? Top secret. I let my husband help me. I let my husband help me. So yeah, um, because I'm really bad at my time, I've had a really bad problem figuring out when to make space for myself. And so we sat down and we were like, okay, when are your calls? When are your one-on-one clients? When are your group program calls? When are your discovery calls? And he mapped everything out on this really fancy Excel spreadsheet. Looks super professional. And we mapped out when all my calls were. We mapped out when I decided I wanted to stop working. And then we made a list of everything else I had to do in my business. And with that list, 
I put it on my calendar in specific places. So now I have a spot on my calendar for when I actually go to the gym. I have a spot on my calendar for when I brush my teeth and and get dressed nice. I have a spot on my calendar for my journaling and meditation every morning. And I'm still getting eight hours of sleep and I'm working less than six hours a day. It is great. This starts with prioritizing your time and setting really clear boundaries. That is not what this video is about. That's not what this podcast episode is about. Hi guys on Instagram. I hope you've downloaded Insta TV. I just posted my first little intro there. This is all new and exciting. As entrepreneurs, we want to show up everywhere and it can be really, really challenging and super overwhelming to think that we have to. And the secret is you really don't. You don't need to show up everywhere. You just need to show up in one or two places really strong, right? You show up really strong in one or two places. And when you master those places, then you can expand and you can start to show up in other places. Stephanie's commenting Insta TV. Yes, there is a new platform, Insta TV. It is like a TV show and it's an app that just runs all your people's stuff over and over again, like television. Do you know I used to work in television? I worked at CBS News and I was there for five years and that shit's gonna die soon. Like, television is now Insta TV. It's now an app. This is crazy. Okay, but I digress. We're going to have a conversation today about the seasons of business and the levels of entrepreneurship. And I got so super inspired to do this training that the minute this idea came to me, I didn't even map it out. I was like, I'm just going to jump on live right now and I'm just going to talk about it. So we're going to like figure this out as we go. So that's cool with you. We're going to just like, you know, shoot the shit and have this conversation. It's going to be great. Um, I've learned a long time ago about the seasons of business and it's this idea that you cannot reap and sow in the same season okay just like planting things that you want to grow if you want to grow your audience there's a season of your business that's dedicated to nurturing and adding value to your customers before they become customers and once you pour all of that value in and give all of that love my dog is itchy as you can hear she's scratching her collar so it's like little jingles of confirmation. After you pour all of that value and give all of that love and just give a shit ton of service to the people out there, you then reach a point where you can reap the benefits, asking for the sale and having them say yes. And one of the problems people run into in entrepreneurship when they're just starting their business online is that they think that they can reap and sow in the same season. So they just start their business and they're like, Hey, I have this program. Hey, I have this offer. Hey, I have this coaching package. And nobody buys their stuff and then they get confused and they wonder why they're not making money. Well, you're not making money because you've provided zero value for your customer so far and all you've done is ask for a sale. Asking for a sale is a really important part of running a business. It's super important. You have to be able to ask for the sale. But you can't wake up tomorrow and start asking for sales and expect your business to boom. You can wake up tomorrow and start asking for sales and understand that it's going to be slow and it's going to take time and you can do that all while making your main priority growing your audience. Number one objective, growing your audience. The seasons of your business are going to change. You are not always going to stay in the same season of business. For example, where I am right now, I am not, believe it or not, I am not actually in the reaping stage of my business. I'm in the planting seeds stage. So right now I am 
filling up a mentorship program. I have about eight spots left in this 22-person mentorship program. It starts in the beginning of July, and that's the only thing I'm focused on filling. You can go to badassbusinessbabe.com if you want more information on that. It is the coaching mentorship. It's listed right there. But I'm not making that my main priority because right now my main priority is to grow my audience because I just really want to grow my audience. I want to nurture you guys. I want to add value. I want to give you a shit ton of offers, right? All for free. Free podcasts, free videos, free trainings in the private group, all of these things. Because that's the season of business that I choose to be in. And you can master your wealth and your abundance when you actually learn how to shut off one season and start another just based on your intuition. So my intuition was calling me to grow. So I said, you know what? I'm going to spend the summer not worried about filling programs. I'm going to focus this summer on adding value and giving service. But I really want to be clear about something. Seasons of business are important. But what's even more important to understand is the level of entrepreneurship that you're in. And this is something I don't think a lot of people are talking about. This is the idea I had that I just like didn't map out because I'm just like, hey, I had an idea. I'm going to talk about it today. (laughs) We're going to wing it. Um, But the levels of entrepreneurship are really powerful. And we are all at different levels. And that's okay. We're all doing the best we can. We're all doing a great job. Tons of credit. But you cannot... Move to the next level unless you understand what level you're on, right? You got to navigate the level that you're on in your business before you can move to that next level. And so a few of us understand the level we're playing at. We're just like, oh, I'm trying to grow a business. Okay. But wait, where are you in your journey? So I'm going to dive into that today and I'm going to use my story, my example, my experiences as a guide for you guys so you can understand and maybe relate and say, oh yeah, that's where I am. I get it now. That's that's where my business is. I need to pay attention to that, okay? So first things first. My journey, I don't even know if we want to call this entrepreneurship or if it's just like business. Who Can you guys put a one in the comments if you relate to the word entrepreneur and put a two in a comment if you relate more to business? Um... This is really interesting. My phone's going to die as I'm doing this video for you guys. So if I lose you, I am sorry, Instagram. Everything else seems to be going fine. So anyway, (laughs) sorry, Instagram. May lose you. It's okay. So in the beginning of my business journey, I decided that I wanted to be a blogger. And I made the decision to quit my corporate job. I was going to walk away from CBS News and I was going to cross my fingers that I could create success and I really didn't know what the heck I was doing. I just wanted to write my stories, share experiences, and hopefully make money doing it. So I was in the scary action space, right? I was at the level of entrepreneurship that was probably the scariest. It was making the decision. So this level of entrepreneurship, making the decision, is really challenging because it's probably the most emotional. It was, at least for me. I went back and forth in my business. You can be at the level of scary decision years into your business if you haven't actually chosen to be successful, where you keep going back and forth and you're like, maybe I'll do this, maybe I won't, maybe I'll create success, maybe I'll fail. You just do this dance. But for me, that dance happened probably the first nine months of my business. And I was in that early level of entrepreneurship where I was just feeling scared all the time and taking little action. And I needed to figure out how to navigate that. 
So the answers to solving that problems, if you're at this level and if you're scared and you really want to be successful but you're not taking a lot of action, the, the key to solving this problem is to start taking action. That's literally the only thing that you have to do to move forward. Literally the only thing. You just have to move. You just have to do something. So I started to take really messy action and I was really scared to share my stories and my experiences and I knew at the same time that if I shared my stories and experiences, that was what was going to attract people to me. So I made it my crazy goal to share one blog post a day and I was going to share that blog post and I was going to post it on my Facebook and I was going to post it on my Pinterest. I was in the first level of entrepreneurship of making scary decisions and hoping that they worked out. And it was really scary. And then I started to grow an audience and I reached a new level of my business where I was at the level of has an audience, doesn't know how to monetize, right? Had this audience, didn't really know how to make sales, didn't really even know what I was selling. I was just kind of like hoping that if I announced a program, people would be like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to buy it. And I would willy-nilly promote shit and then like hope that somebody would just click a button and enroll. And that didn't work either. But the trick to navigating that level of entrepreneurship was to heal my heart. So if you're in a space, if you're at this level of your business where you have an audience and you're creating content and things like that, but no one's really buying your stuff, this level of entrepreneurship, the way to pass it is to heal your insecurities and to heal your heart and to heal all of the limiting beliefs that you have around money and success and abundance because that's what's stopping you. That's what's holding you back. Is that you have these limiting beliefs or these fears or these lack of confidence vibes that are holding you stuck in your current reality. So I had to do a lot of inner work at that level of entrepreneurship. I had to be able to say, you know what? What's going on here that I don't feel comfortable getting on a call with a stranger? What's going on here that I feel like I can't give people the time of day when they message me? What's going on here when I'm writing quick responses to inboxes and I'm not actually taking time to be thoughtful and intelligent in how I respond? What's happening? And I realized that I was really creating some great content, but no one was feeling safe enough to connect with me because I wasn't opening up my heart. And so no matter how much I talked about my stuff, no matter how open I was, no matter how vulnerable I was about my own stories, if I wasn't holding space for those people to come to me and be heard, no one would want to invest in my stuff. No one would want to make a decision to enroll with me. So I had to heal my heart at that level of business, that level of entrepreneurship. And then once I did that, I reached a new level of entrepreneurship where um, I was making money. I started to make some money. It was good. And I was feeling, you know, happy and a little bit frustrated at the same time because I was exhausted and tired. Uh, and I couldn't really figure out what was going on, why I couldn't reach the next milestone, why it was feeling so hard, why I, I couldn't for the life of me figure out why I reached this cap. And like no matter what I did, I was just like not getting beyond it. And then I realized... I needed to focus on adding value outside of my programs. I spent so much time 
invested in my programs and the content I was creating to sell and so much time creating e-guides and videos and trainings and so much time invested in my product, I was not invested in the people who would actually buy it. And I went, holy shit, I need to provide some value here. And so I started to pour myself into creating free offers that would bring people in. I created free e-guides, I did free challenges, I did video trainings, I created a free Facebook group. Down the line, I created a podcast, right? Some of you guys listen to it, the Badass Business Podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah, but I really made a decision. I was like, I got to add a shit ton of value because I'm stuck. And if I'm stuck, I need to find more people. So value, 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 value. And I poured myself into that, poured it so hard. And then I got out of that level and I reached a new level. And at that new level, I was making great money, but I was really overworked and I had zero time on my hands and I was never going to get further than where I was because let's face it, I was exhausted. And so then I reached the level of pulling back, which is the scariest thing that anybody can do when you make really good money and then you say, okay, I'm going to stop working so much. I'm going to pull back. I'm going to wait. I'm not going to work as much. I'm going to take some time off. I'm going to stretch my schedule. I'm going to be a little bit more distant with my clients, give them some boundaries, give them respect. Scariest thing you can do on the planet because you're giving up control and you're surrendering it to the universe. And at this level of entrepreneurship, I had no idea what I was doing. I was petrified, but I was like, I got to figure this out. So I spent months slowly stepping back, slowly trusting the universe as it came through to do certain things for my business, not obsessing about the money. I stopped checking my inbox all the time. I stopped responding to messages so quickly. And that was the, the, the moment and that level of entrepreneurship where my vibration started to rise. I started to get happier. I started to feel more fulfilled in my business. I started to feel like I had a true purpose and like I wasn't drained. And as my vibration rose and my energy got higher, suddenly I was attracting even more people. Amazing. When you are an energetic match for abundance and success and happiness and joy, guess what happens? Money comes in to support that. And that's what starts to happen. That's what started to happen for me at that level of my business. And then I reached a new level of my business where suddenly I could post that I was offering things and not have to hustle to fill those programs or to sell those products. And that level was freedom. And so here's the trick. This is what I'm going to explain to you. And this is the whole reason why we're doing this video. 90% of you guys are showing up acting like you're in a different level than you actually are. If you're not making money in your business, start adding value. If you're not getting people to say yes to you all the time, stop trying to make different programs to solve that problem. The true problem is you. They're not saying yes to you because they don't trust you. So start figuring out how to open your heart so that more people can trust you. If you're in a space where you just started your business, but you don't like talking to strangers, you're not going to grow. Human connection is the number one thing that drives your business. So ask, ask yourself, why am I not feeling called to connect with people? What's going on that's keeping me stuck? 
all of these little inner checks that I did at every level of entrepreneurship, all of you guys have to be able to do this. Because when you can check in and see where you are and how you're feeling and what's happening, you will skyrocket because you can troubleshoot the inner workings of yourself, which are the inner workings of your business. Both are always connected. Both are always connected. So if you're not feeling good, if you're not feeling connected, you're going to have a complete disconnect with any of your potential clients. So I have some questions I'm going to go back to. If you guys have any questions, you can post them in the comments because I'm going to wrap up here. Christy wants to know, how much of an audience did you have when you started selling your products? So when I first started my very first group coaching program, it was called the Perfection Program. And I ran this program with a girl who had a bigger following than me. At the time, she had about 15,000 Instagram followers, and I had like two. I mean, that's an exaggeration, but I, I had a very small amount of followers on Instagram. And 90% of those people who enrolled actually were my followers when I sit down and think of it. I had a very small following and I had a very small program when we first ran it. It was about 30 people, 15 people, but it was great. I didn't have, I didn't need a super strong audience in front of me, but what I needed was enough people who trusted me. So trust takes time to build. I would say I built that trust in that relationship for about six months before we actually launched that program. So by the time we launched it, there was six months worth of value that I had given to my customers or my potential customers, talking about what I had done in my life, the experiences I had, the lessons I learned. I gave them education. I gave them connection. And then they purchased because they got value. So... Jenna Z says that she had to pull back lately, even though she's not there yet, but it feels better because I need to trust me and she was obsessing. Yeah. So you need to trust yourself. If your business feels overwhelming to you right now, you need to take a minute and stop and say, okay, I got to free up some space. I got to set some boundaries because this is not serving me. Something is wrong. And that intuitive check to distance yourself and make space, Jenna, your vibration is going to rise. You're going to feel so happy. And then you're going to be able to reach a point where when you show up for your clients, you're going to actually feel really confident and really happy and fulfilled. And you won't feel scarce and you won't feel low vibe. And the people on the phone will go, oh my God, yeah, she sounds awesome. I'm going to buy this. This sounds cool. Trisha asks, how can you keep up with all the social media sites for your business? This is a great question. So like I think I mentioned this before, I actually... I've recorded so many trainings today, I can't remember if this came out of my mouth now or if this came out of my mouth in a previous recording. I don't know, but I will answer this question. So actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sign off of Instagram, and if you guys want to ask questions, ask. (laughs) You want to ask questions, come join the Badass Business Babes Facebook group. The link's in my bio. My phone's about to go dead, so I'm going to shut that off. But yeah, come join us, Badass Business Babes Facebook group. I'm going to be answering some questions. Uh, And if you watch the replay, it's 21 minutes in. So 21 minutes in, I'm answering questions. Badass Business Babes, link is in bio. Bye, guys. Okay, you guys stay. You stay. I'm going to answer these questions. Sorry, my my phone's like really dead, so I didn't want to run both. So Trisha says, how do you keep up with all the social media sites on your business? In the beginning... I picked two and I focused on them. It was Pinterest and it was Facebook. And then when I mastered those two, I expanded. So Badass Business Babes, when Badass Business Babes started, I focused on Instagram and Facebook. Those were the two. 
what is perfection? I started on Pinterest and my website, you know, blogging, things like that with Facebook. But with this business now, and I would, I would encourage you to use that as the model for what you should be doing because Badass Business Babes is younger, so whatever worked for that is more likely going to work. You don't want to take advice from people who did things six years ago, okay? Uh, Gary Vee is great. I love him. I think he's an awesome human and he has great tips, but he's not trying to start a business in 2018. You are. And what worked in 2006, 2007, 2020, all different. All, everything, no matter what year you're in, something always works differently. So for where we are now, what really worked for me was focusing on two platforms at a time, adding a shit ton of value, and making a social media schedule. I don't like having a calendar of like what I post and when I post it. What I really enjoy doing is sitting down and blocking out my time. So every morning at 7, I really feel inspired to do my, my Instagram post. So I'll have Matt take a picture of me for whatever I'm doing, and then... I'll write something really heartfelt and then I'll share it. That's when I'm in my peak state of creation is right in the morning. And then I make it a point to set times for when I go live on Facebook or when I go live on Instagram and Facebook and I try to multitask. So if I write a post for Instagram, I take the same post and I share it on my Facebook. If I'm going live in my Badass Business Babes group, I record it for the podcast at the same time. I'm multitasking so that I can make the best, most efficient use of my time. And that really helps. I, I also only check my accounts once a day. So I used to be that person who sat in my inbox all day. I used to be the person who checked my Facebook and my Instagram numbers 24-7. I don't do that anymore. Now I just show up at a specific time. I have an alarm in my phone. I check my messages and then I'm done for the day. That really, really helps me set boundaries and keep up with things. And guys, if you have questions as I go, drop them in the comments because I'm going to hang out for a bit and answer these. Ray says, do you ever have a client that you just don't want to work with? Or are you saying that that's a block within yourself that needs to be worked through? Oh, this is a great question. This is a great question. First of all, Ray, I love you. This is a freedom business. Do whatever makes you feel the most free. So if you have an idea to work with somebody and you say to yourself, she's so heavy, she's dramatic, she really annoys me, I feel like I get on those calls and my vibration is so low, I feel frustrated, you don't have to work with her. If you don't want to work with someone, that doesn't mean that you're a bad coach. That means you're selective about who you allow into your energy and who you allow into your space. And I think that's beautiful. Matt's laughing and he's not, I don't know if you can hear it. He's not laughing at me, okay? It's just funny to hear him laugh. It was good timing. But anyway, it's okay if you don't want to work with everybody. You don't have to save everyone that's not your job. I will say if you have certain clients that you don't want to work with because you feel like you can't do a good job, that's an entirely different issue. So you have to explore that and take some time to really look at that fear and say, well, what's really coming up for me? Can I handle this person? I've had that resistance before. I've had um, in probably maybe like a year ago, I, I had some people who were in my space who wanted to hire me and I looked at them and I went, oh my God, they want to hire me? Like these people are awesome. What can they learn from me? And I had to do a lot of work around that and say, well, hold on. Like why am I feeling inferior to these people who obviously look up to me and want to invest in my services what what's the disconnect here in my own beliefs about myself? And so I had to take some time to really look through that and 
and do some inner work. Yeah. Oh, I love that you guys are just commenting all this. Um, Sarah says, would you suggest that the time blocks for someone new or only because you've reached a level of success you are at? I recommend them for everyone. Time blocks are so super important. So multitasking is actually not a really good thing. It's a bad thing. Have you ever tried to multitask and like didn't do a good job? You lower your ability to make an impact when you're multitasking. If I'm trying to do a video for you guys and then in my head I'm thinking about what dinner I'm going to have or that I have to take the dogs for a walk or that I need to order my next round of essential oils, I'm not being present with you. I am thinking about everything else and I'm not here with you. That's just with my brain. Now imagine that while I'm trying to do things at the same time. That's crazy. So with time blocking, you can free up your emotional space and you also free up your physical space because when you have a set hour to only write blog posts, you're not going to worry about wanting to check your email, wanting to look at your text messages, wanting to see who responded to you on Instagram because you have set times for those things too. And so then you can be present, you can be centered, you can really be focused on what you're creating and you don't need to feel guilty about um, being focused on one thing. So I recommend it for everyone. I think it'll help you scale faster and grow faster in your business. And no matter what level you're at, we all need to be organized and professional. So anyway, I hope that helps. I hope you enjoyed this little training and this little rant and the Q&A at the end. If you guys have any more questions, post them in the Facebook group. Uh, And yeah, if you're listening to this on the podcast, thanks so much for being here. You guys are awesome. Hey guys, so I don't know if you noticed, but that recorded episode that you just listened to was actually a training I did in our Badass Business Babes Facebook group. If you're still listening to the podcast, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for trusting me as your coach. And it would mean so much to me if you guys left us a five-star review. It'll allow us to get seen by more people out there. It takes two seconds and it, it just means so much to us and to the community that we've been growing. But again, this episode that you listened to was recorded in the Badass Business Babes Facebook group tribe. And one final thought, I'd encourage all of you to come join. You get access to a bunch of free stuff. There are tons of entrepreneurs in there who are growing and expanding their life. And really, it's a beautiful place just to network and grow your tribe. I also jump in there weekly to give you access to free trainings that only exist in that Badass Business Babes Facebook group. And there's a library of free content that you get when you come and join the tribe. So come check it out. The link is in the show notes, or you can just search Badass Business Babes on Facebook in the group section. Thank you guys so much for being on this episode. It means so much to us to have you listen. I will talk to you guys soon.